understanding the difference between um, mamale and sevif. That's that's the, the that's what that mimer is all about. Okay, so that's really important to get that foundation down because that's like one of the essential pillars um, that is constantly being referred to in uh, throughout all Chassidus. So very very important. So how should you structure your schedule? Um, okay, so I'm going to try to keep our classes to about a half hour or so. So therefore, there really will be about a half hour of time to learn in the morning, right? So I definitely recommend not uh, you know taking off after class or anything like that. You should be spending your time uh, really sitting and learning the mimer that we're doing in the morning. That's the first thing. Uh, second thing is you should probably spend about a half hour on the Samachay Mimer in the, um, in, the, uh, in the evening as well. Minimum the, half hour. What? what? In the what? The Samachay Mimer, this Mimer, right? Um, in the evening as well. Um, so that's very important to do. Um, and then spend about a half hour doing, half an hour to 45 minutes doing uh, the other mimer. Now, I know that we scheduled a whole bunch of classes um, from 9 to 9.30. Um, I, I don't know if they're, um, man, I don't think they're mandatory. You can go if you want. Uh, obviously, some of them will be, you know, uh, interesting for you to go to. Some of them you might decide to learn the mimer instead. It's up to you. Um, but you are allowed to learn Hasidus after 9.30. Don't, don't, you know, don't think that 9.30, that means like there are guards here saying that you have to stop learning Hasidus. Uh, you are allowed to learn. Most yeshivas uh, have Seder Sichas. They have also learning until 10, 10.30. I mean, uh, upstairs a little bit different. I mean, a, a lot of times that the Zals will empty out. But for sure in the, the yeshivas that I went, in the Israeli yeshivas, I mean, they're sitting and learning in Zal. The Zal is packed 10.30, 11 o'clock at night. Um, and they're sitting and learning. They're not sitting around and uh, wasting their time. I mean, I'm sure they're wasting their time also. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, you know, I don't want to. But, uh, but you are, so you have time. You have time in the evening. I mean, an hour and a half for a Hasidus Seder does not mean that it only has to be an hour and a half for a Hasidus Seder. You learn two, two and a half hours of uh, Hasidus in the nighttime. No one's going to sleep at 10 o'clock that I know, at least. Um, so you have plenty of time. But I definitely recommend that you should spend the time learning Derech uh, the Tzitzis Mimer as well, because that is really uh, foundational. And I, these Girsa Mimerim that I'm going to try to give you throughout the whole Zman are going to give you a real good background in, um, in Hasidus. Okay, so we, what my objective is, um, is really to spend the morning focusing on analyzing. All right, that's what we're doing in the morning, analyzing the, the Hemshech which is we're going to go slowly, we're going to discuss it, we're going to uh, you know, go back and forth and just trying to understand what the Rebbe Rashab is trying to speak about here. Uh, that's going to be the morning. And in the evening, uh, you should be going over it, but really I want you to go quickly through uh, these other, um, these other Maimarim that I'm assigning to you. <coughs> I feel that by, by Pesach, uh, you will have gone through, um, I, want to, I want you to spend about two weeks on each one, something like that. I mean, not a long time. But if you go through all those Maimarim, you will have a very good background in Chassidus. Okay, that's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, so by the end of this man, by the end of Pesach, we will hopefully have gone through quite a bit of a, a Hemshech, as well as you will have gotten all these other uh, fundamental uh, Maimarim down, it will be, it'll, it'll give you a good, good, 
background in Hasidus. Okay, so that's the plan of action. Any questions? So in terms of copies, I mean, some of you already bought Derech Mitzvah for the evening mimer. Uh, there are plenty of Derech Mitzvah here. I don't care if you do it in English uh, or helping you with English for this particular mimer and Derech Mitzvah Mitzvah there are plenty of uh, um, copies of it in English as well. What I do mind is if you only do it in English um, because I want this to help you with your skills of how to read a mimer, right? So I'm... You know, you, you just have to, you just need practice, right? So, uh, like I always tell you, you know, I would sit there every morning uh, in, in Kfar Chabad learning with, uh, you know, and you could see, I mean, I was learning at that time, it was Torah Or, this was not in class, this was like very early in the morning. Um, and you could see every word, I mean, in the beginning, it was like every word, I had the English words on top of it. And as you go through my Torah Or, becomes less words and less words and less words and less words and less words. It's the only way to do it. You know, you just have to work a little bit. That's that's basically the bottom line. Um, by Pesach, you should, if you do the program, you should be able to open most my marm and you should be able to read it unless something really drastic goes wrong. I mean, but, uh, but I presume that that's what that should be happening. So if you put your effort in, that's it. That's 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 the plan of action. Seder. So, uh, so in terms of Derech Mitzvahsecha, um, there are plenty of them on the shelves, there, and and also you can get it online and, and whatever. Uh, in terms of this mimer, I mean, I, I mentioned to everyone that they should buy this book. So, I mean, you should buy this book. We're going to be using it throughout, uh, uh, throughout at least for the next couple of months, minimum. Um, so, buy the book. Okay. If you don't have it, uh, you know, get make some copies. Okay. But uh, probably a worthwhile book to have. Okay. Any other? Any questions? No questions. Fabulous. Let's start. Okay. So now the way a hemshich works is um, the first. Essentially, the the Rebbe Rashab, uh had in mind a concept that he wanted to deliver. Right. So. Uh, so we're on page Yudalit. We're starting page Yudalit. Okay, so the Rebbe Rashab, right, had an idea that he wanted to give over. That's basically the concept. Um, now, uh, some of the Hemshechim are, or most of the Hemshechim are not finished. Okay, so most of the Hemshechim that we have are not finished. Um, some of them are. Uh, he could be, you know, four Maimarim, it could be ten Maimarim, it could be sixty Maimarim, like in Samachbav, it could be Ayan Beis, it could be two years of Maimarim. <clears throat> he had a very uh, interesting mind that it was like incredible that he was able to like he had a certain vision and he would develop that vision and over many many weeks of my marim okay so that was the main idea of whatever it was the topic that he wanted to discuss however because it was given on Shabbos um, which each Shabbos had uh, something dealing with the parasha so he would usually start with something dealing with the parasha uh, the first couple of lines would be, you know, asking questions on a on a verse in the parasha, and then at the end of the mimer he would come back to it and answer a couple of lines. But that was not the main point of it. It was just he was sticking that on in order to, you know, make it, you know, relevant to this particular Shabbos. The a second passport. thing to learn what? Do you want to say it's like a passport? Like a passport? Okay. The second yeah. thing that's okay. Then the second point to bring out is that it. A kitzer of what he wants to, what he wanted to bring out from the mimer before, is usually in the first paragraph. It's like usually around the third or fourth line, 
and the sides, and that's what we're going to start today. You could see it um, if you look on the like what is it here the fourth line. He will say the words v'lahavin zetarech lahakdim tchila. You see that that acronym tzadik lamed hey kuf tov. Everyone sees it, right? So to understand this, we first have to preface it with what we just said before. Mashin is el, like we, what we described before. That's now going to be three, four lines of, you know, of a like a bullet point of what was what were we talking about in the last mimer, and then we launch forward. That's usually that's the way this this whole pattern looks. Okay, so let's start with that. So he says like this: Yesh base madregos, right? This is this is we're familiar with this. We did this already. We learned this in uh, in the Elzman, right? That they're in the malchus of the Ainsof, the way it is before the Timsum, There are two different levels. Bechinas rotzen goli lemalucha. There is the rotzen goli lemalucha, the rotzen that's revealed for kingship. That this is aroused through the right through the hisiris of the Yiddish people, right, saying that they want to you know, right, take on this malchus, right, and then you have uh, it's uh, yeah, it would be in that in that book probably page yud or something like that. And then he says, which is aroused, so to speak, by itself, right? That that's coming from himself, right? Like remember, we gave the marshal uh, of how there has to be something that is aroused from himself, that the right he decided himself that he wanted to be the king or he wanted to be the minister. Remember, that was the whole... Discussion in the last member. And that level is still a level that's hidden inside of himself. And what causes all of that, that second level? Uh, obviously, a third level. Remember, we, we discussed this whole thing, right? The third level, which is the Ratzana Mukhat, which is in himself, Mamish. Remember that whole thing? Mm-hmm. That he had to have had it originally inside of himself, this Ratzana that he wants to be king. And this winds up being an itself. Okay, that was all discussed in the last mimer. Okay, let's start. So on the night of Rosh Hashanah, the level of Malchus goes up. Right? That... Malchus goes up above the level of Atmis or Ainsov, Kamoshikasov Tiku Bachodi Shofar Bekesa. Blow in the month, Shofar Bekesa. What's the famous word here? What does that mean? Kesa, Shabachinus Malchus, he Bebachinus Kisui Behester. That the level of Malchus becomes a level of Kisui, which is covered over, hidden, and Hester, which is concealed. If you don't know the words, write them down. Whatever words that you don't know that I'm saying out, write in your book. Your book should be like mamish. Uh, it should be a workbook. Namely, that it becomes conce- completely hidden and concealed in the level of the hidden uh, etzim of the orinzov. Right. 
He's just repeating what we discussed in the last Mimer. So, Nisbar Le'el, that acronym Nisbar Le'el, we discussed above. The Ha'aliyah Remember we discussed this idea? That we said, how could it be if everything disappears? Remember? And I gave you the example of like the telephone, remember the answering machine or like a subway station. Remember I taught like in the olden days when they used to have like the recordings without any, without any intonation or anything like that. Please leave message after, you know, in other words, very, very. Okay, here we go. Here comes the, here comes the questions of the Mimer. So it says like this, move on. What's not move on? First question. How is it possible for the world to exist on the night of Rosh Hashanah? We know that the whole inner chayis, the whole chayis in Kiyum, right, is from Malchus. So what's the answer? Simple answer. We had this in the ready in the last mimer. What's the answer? Oh, just the panemius goes up, the chitzonius stays. Right? Fine. Okay, this is what we said. We already answered that. We already discussed this. So what we did right now is a review of the last mimer, the kitzer. Very, very big kitzer. Yeah, Michal, you see where we are? Okay, so here comes here comes new. Okay. So it says like this week, you do a... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so this is new. Right? We're introducing Shabbos. What are we saying? We have a similar idea. What's the distinction, Teva? Hmm. No, Alex, help him. The distinction would be that just like on, on Leil and Rosh Hashanah, the, the world only exists because of the Chitzonius, so to on Shabbos the world exists only from the, the, the level of Chitzonius. Mm, close, close, no, you're sure? The opposite. The opposite. On Shabbos, it only exists because of the Pneumius. Oh. Take a look at the words. Take a look at the words. He says, "Amnam b'Shabbos Haliyah he b'Bechinus Chitzoni is Davka." What does that mean, Isaac? But on Shabbos it is because of the Chitzoni. No, who? Haliyah he b'Bechinus Chitzoni is Davka. Yeah, the leaves. That Aliyah, right? Yeah. The elevation, the going up, is Davka with the Chitzoni. Chitzoni is of what? Malchus. Malchus, right? Velobe Penimius, not be Penimius. So obvious question that comes into your mind. What's the obvious question, Michal, that comes into your mind? What's the difference? No. What's, what's the obvious that's question that comes into your mind? That's that's your difference. Uh, one's chitonis, one's panemius. What's the obvious question that comes into your mind, Adam? No. 
What's the difference with Pyle Mama? Well, let Adam have a chance. Let Adam have a chance. Give the guy a chance. He had to, you know, he went to all the way to Long Island and everything like that. Give him a chance. He didn't go to Illinois. Go ahead. How is it possible? How is it possible what? That we can live in a world with no chitanias. And it appears to be chitanias. Okay. How could we live in a world without chitanias? No, what's another automatic question? Based on this mimer. Based on the mimer from before. The obvious question that comes into my mind is what happens when Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos? Uh, oh, okay, that's an obvious question. But whatever, that, that's the first thing that comes into my mind. So he says, So what's that? What's Adarabah doing here? Shlomi, Manishma. Good morning, good morning. Yeah? You with us? All the way from Milwaukee. So what is he saying here? That's right. On Shabbos. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, the Bishabbos Gamke and Akushia Nal. So what's that mean? The Shabbos Gamke and Akushia Nal. What's that? Eichu Kiyuma Oilamos. So we have the same question. Right? You have Now we have the opposite question. We have in both sides. Obviously you need what? Like Adam said, you need Pnimias and you need Chitsonius. Right? So on Rosh Hashanah, what are we saying? Pnimias goes up and we're getting existence from Chitsonius. Okay, so that's a Shaila, right? On Shabbos. What comes up? Chitzonius goes up, and we're getting our chayes from Panemius. Hey, Tochen, how could that be? How is that supposed to work? How are we supposed to get our chayes from Panemius alone? Similarly, that's like a stronger question. Okay, according to Isaac, it's even a stronger question. Why is it a strong question? Because you, you, don't, you don't have the mechanics of the actual... Oh, because you don't have the mechanics. Panemius has no mechanics, because Panemius is like the soul of it, and yeah. Chitzonius presumably is the mechanics of it, Okay. Very interesting. So then he says, Visham Varateritz. I don't know where Sham is. Okay, so he says, uh, if you look at footnote number 12, he says, in the place of the last footnote, that's where you have the answers to this question. Okay? okay. That's where you find Ibn. the answer. So he says, like this, Bechlal, you should know that the Rebbe Rashab, my Marim, Generally speaking, everything is based on the Alter Rebbe's Maimarim, obviously. But the Rebbe Rashab's Maimarim, in particular, come to decipher the Mitla Rebbe's Maimarim. Right? Mitla Rebbe was known to explain things for extensive, right? On and on and on and on and on. And it's very hard to read a Maimarim from the Mitla Rebbe, mainly because it's like, it's like a run-on sentence for like five pages. And you're like, whoa, where did we just go? I didn't, know, I didn't even realize we turned <laughs> off the road. We're like, you know, like I'm over here and the Mitla Rebbe is over there somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like we're in two different places. You know, I don't even know where the turnoff was. So the Rebbe Hashab really deciphers it. It's known as a Rambam of Hasidus, right? Very, very clear, very, like, really going in. So he says, So the worlds are receiving from the level of Pneumius. So how does this work? So this is what we have to discuss now. So what's the emphasis here? Asa. Six days Hashem made. 
שנספשת ונמשך החייס על ידי בכינס לבוש עשייה. So what's the obvious question? Right. So he through he created and through Asiya. So that implies why why is he using the the example of Asiya? That implies what? That there's not only Asiya but there's Mahshava and Dibur. Right? So the obvious question that you have to ask yourself is Why Asa? Why Asa? What's another obvious question? How how could the Shabbos be sustained through Mahshava and the level of Who says it's machshava? That's uh, we don't know what that is. Well, I want to know what I want to know what. Okay, what I, comes into my mind is what in the world is the difference between machshava diber and ma'isa by Hashem? Mm-hmm. By a human being, by a human being, I, I see it very clearly. I'm living it, right? Machshava diber ma'isa, right? <clears throat> but by Hashem, where do you see what's the difference between machshava diber ma'isa? Okay, that's something to think about. Right, that's something that comes up into my mind. So he's making a big emphasis here. What's the big emphasis, Michal? That is Maise. Okay, so this is a big deal. Maise. Kisheshis yamim asa Hashem. So what do you think is the diuk here, Teva? You with us? Yeah, what's the diuk? No. Nathan, Nathan, what do you think? What's the diuk here? Making a big deal on the word as- asa, right? So what, what, what's the diuk? What are we saying here? <clears throat> you're right. What? You're right. Oh, you're in the game? Okay, what? Derive. I can't hear what you're saying. Derive. Derive? Derive? I don't understand what that means. Oh. So asa, what's maksh- what's asa? Action. I know action is asa, but yeah, he's But what? What was he saying here? What is he saying here? Adam, read the words. What six, did he say? Six days Hashem made. Oh, that's the whole, not in six days. No, that's a different thing. But what? Oh. What's the what? That's a different diuk in that sentence. But what? What's the diuk here? That he made it. That he made what? Six okay, days. but six days. Implying what? He made it the sixth day. And on the seventh day, he doesn't do asa. Oh, very good. Uh. Very good. Good. Gabriel, excellent, right? So, Right? Shabbos mebechinas hislavshus mebechinas asiyah. What is Shabbos? What does that mean? He rested. Rested from what? From work. Also. From the hislavshus mebechinas asiyah. So he doesn't, he doesn't do that anymore. He's not enclosed in asiyah anymore. He's not enclosed, not in the world of asiyah, in the, in, in the action. Itself. Action, right? Hislavshus means that he is doing what? Remember I told you hislapshus is another word for gilui. Hislapshus is another word for gilui. Gilui has three parts. What's three parts of gilui? Number one, there's a makabel. Number two, there's a mashpia who has to do a tzimtzum on himself. And, and number three, it has to be in the... Language of the makabel. Good, language in the makabel, which means that the makabel is 
right? He's the one that is determining the relationship. So that's an effort of lowering himself down, right? If I teach a class, or let's not talk about me, let's talk about Einstein. When Einstein teaches a class to a bunch of uh, 11th graders, he has to put a big effort to lower himself down to the 11th grade level, as opposed to maybe doing it to a bunch of PhD students in Princeton. Is that true? Teva. He doesn't have to lower himself down as much to the PhD students in Princeton. I'm talking about Einstein. <laughs> okay. But to the 11th grade, I think we could say that's a bigger jump, right? So we're talking about here that for six days, he's mislabish in Asiya, whatever Asiya is for Hashem. I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, we're saying that that is clearly the lowest level of the Levushim, right? That's what's happening for six days. On Shabbos, on the other hand, we're saying that what? Aval b'Shabbos, Shabbos mibichinas. He rested from. He he set to the side. He stopped working, right? Here we have b'Shabbos is a noun and Shabbos is a verb. You see that what I'm saying? Right? Mibichinas islabshes mibichinas asiyah. But gam lo nislabshes mibichinas adibor. What is that? Also not in the level of dibor. Oh, so we see that we have two different levels here. We have dibor. We have maise. Both are hislabshus, but he doesn't even stay at Dibor. Shehem asara maimara shebehem nivraha oila. What's Dibor? What is it? How Hashem created the, how he, used, uh, um, how he uh, sustains the world. How he created the world, right? So uh, what's the obvious question that comes to my mind? How does it say sustain? What's the difference? Well, that's the, uh, that is true. That's the obvious question. That, that's the first obvious question. My my second obvious question is is uh, you're telling me that he's creating the world through Dibor. So what's where what what's this Asiya business? Right. Right. And and maybe on Rosh Hashanah when uh, yeah when the Knimis goes away yeah never mind. So then he works. You could say then you could, I guess the world could be sustained just through speech and not through action and on some other level and, and something else. Maybe, maybe, I don't know here. But it's very interesting, right? Because we now just describe the creation of Hashem, of the world, in terms of Asiya and also in terms of Dibor. So I'm not sure what the difference is. Okay, let's go further. So then he says, V'hainu sheshabas kaviochel me'amadregos elu What's the Vahainu telling me? What's Vahainu whenever you have Vahainu? This means. He has to explain what he just said. So he's making a, 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 a clarification. So what is he, what's his clarification here, Alex? We are one, two, three, four, five, six. Right? So he's saying that what? That on Shabbos, right? That from these, he's, it's not Shabbos, Sheshabbos here. It's a verb here. It's not a noun. He's resting. He is stopping work, right? Kaviachal mehamadregos elu from these levels. Madregos, that's a plural. Okay? Right? Namely from which two levels from Asiya and Dibor right 
שבהם היה היסאבוס ובריאוס האוילום. Okay, so we have to we have to try to speak. So we, we still so we have a few things that are not clear here. Number one, what's not clear is the between Asi and Dibor. Second part is what did we say is happening on Shabbos? The Chitzonius is going up. Okay, so that that fits in nicely because we're saying what what's creating the world now? Panemius. So what's another word for Panemius? Apparently, Machshava. That seems to be the taicha of Panemius, right? So now we're getting the creation from Machshava. How is that different from Dibor and and Asiya by Hashem? I don't know, but that's that's what we're saying. Everyone's with me, and that's what's continuing the creation. Okay, so now he comes back to tell us what linking the verb of resting and aliyah. Good. That that these two things are synonymous. This idea of resting is the idea of aliyah. Yeah? Like it is known. How is that? Clear? Good? It's known. It's known. If you learn in Lukutei Torah, it's known. That's what he discusses over there, right? This idea of that, uh, in fact, is like the idea of resting. What happens when you person rests? A person rests, like his energy, like like it's able to like sit down, right? Like he doesn't have to be involved in action anymore. And if he's really tired, he doesn't even is not involved in debor either anymore, right? That's not what he's doing. He's only in the level of. Right? When a person is resting, he's not going to sleep. Right? We're not talking about sleep here. We're just talking about just sitting by himself. When he's sitting by himself, he, right? person is uh, working very hard to dig, to build a sukkah, to unbuild a sukkah. Is that a, is that a verb? Unbuilding a sukkah. Right? So therefore, what? It's hard workers. It's hard workers. That's right. Then all of a sudden they sit down and oh, get so tired. Can't even talk to anyone. Right? So what's happening now? They're thinking in their mind, what did I get myself into? Right? <laughs> right? So that's, that's what's going on. So, machshava, they have. Action, they don't have. Dibor, they don't have. So, somehow that's playing out. Right? Oh, good question. That's what we're trying to figure out. How does that possibly work? That's right. Exactly. That's our question. That's our question. How could it be that the world, if we're saying the world is constantly being created either through Asiya? Or through Dibor, right? However, we're going to look at it, right? Either we're going to say Kisheshes Yamim Asa Hashem, which means Asiya, or Baaser Maimaras, with ten utterances, Hashem is creating the world. So we have Asiya, we have Dibor. The only thing we definitely do not have is Machshava, right? So how in the world is that? How is that working? How is the world staying in creation? Why doesn't? Why don't we all just disappear? In case you were wondering why you were disappearing on Shabbos, now we have an answer for us. Right? I was wondering where you were Shabbos morning. Now I know. You disappeared. V'lachain. Yeah. Yeah, please. I hope you can clarify for me too. We're saying that uh, Hashem clothing himself in, in Asiya is... Not in Asiya being not the world of Asiya, in action. Okay. That's what I mean by Asiya. So a good... Uh, a revelation of action is what, what yeah. we're saying. And um, 
that's the continuous along with the speech. Right. So we're saying that that goes away on Shabbos. Right. And the panemius is staying, which is, we're saying, Makshalo. Right. Okay. So far, that's, so good. That's right. So this is why we say, to really stop. Okay, I promised you I wasn't going to talk that long. I promised you you're going to have time to learn. Okay, learn by yourselves now. Okay, so go over what we did and obviously finish the paragraph on Tezvav. Okay? So that way it's clear to you what's going on. Okay? What I really want you to do, um, Bichlal, is number one, do Chazara. Make sure you know what's going on in the Mayimra. Number two, try to look ahead. Try to figure out the next section. Okay, so therefore, when we come into class the next day, you have certain questions. And also that you're more like into the inyanim. Like it's not like the first time you're seeing it. All right? Some of it will be a little bit harder. Some of it will be a little bit easier. You know, but try to be medayik like we're doing here. Like we're trying to figure out, okay, what's going on? I mean, that was pretty easy today. We didn't really hit anything hard. But uh, it will get harder. I promise. Okay, so do do Khazar now please learn by uh, with Khavrusas, okay?